Hello, listeners of the Hamburger Generation, Jil El Hamburger. You are now listening to the final episode of a series of recording sessions we've had with the ever so hilarious and interesting Fajr Abu Zayed. And in this episode, we will be exploring a very interesting story he has about a near death experience. Huh. That's always interesting. So happy listening and enjoy. I, I've, I've thought I was going to legitimately die on three separate occasions in my life. Maybe four. Mm. Tell us the most interesting one. Well, tell us all, man. We got nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> start from the top. Start from I'll the top. start from the top. Um, from yeah. The so back in... Uh, there were, yeah, I'll just quickly tell you about this one. I was delivering a sailboat from Greece to Italy a few years ago. It's about okay. a two-week journey. And I really didn't know what I was signing up for. I met this guy on the internet. That's how all good stories start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Captain, uh, Captain Tim. So totally I met him reliable. on the internet. I did my correspondence and he told me to show up in this village in Crete in mm. Greece. So I did what I had to do, took the bus. And then this dude met me at the bus station and he looked so haggard, like white, long beard. <laughs> he just looked like he came out of a dumpster. You know what I mean? Mm. And he had a dog with him, which he just found on the street the day before. Captain Jack. And I'm like, so this set the tune for... Uh, and uh, you were just like, oh, this is, this is a I'm great like, oh, idea. This, sounds leg- this looks legit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go float on a tiny boat with this guy for three weeks. Why not? Yeah. So we go down to the boat and it was... You know, that boat looked pretty haggard, but in all fairness, boats look haggard in marinas. Like mm-hmm. when they're out in the water, they, uh, they look more beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, and then he was lacking charts. Typically, anywhere you want to go with a boat, particularly when you're doing a huge voyage, you want to have physical paper charts. What is, what is the that? The paper chart like is, it's like a map. Oh, it's it a tells map you when there's underground islands, things to avoid. And mm-hmm. I remember Captain Tim being like, oh, we don't need a chart for that. It's only water. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> if I know anything, you need to have a fucking chart. Yeah. Right. Like, okay. Some like red the, flags being raised. So a few oh. red flags. And then we take off on this. Uh, As a sailor yourself, you knew that. As a sailor, I knew that you should have charts as a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. You probably should have like satellite tracking and GPS. But, you know, those are luxuries. <laughs> right. But a paper chart is a minimum. And uh, we roll out, and then we, are, we get into a three-day storm. And three-day storm in the open water on a 34-foot boat sucks. What mm. kind of storm? Like thunderstorm? Raining? Yeah, it was raining. We had big swells and big waves. Mm. So you can imagine a small vessel, like with every wave, you're flying in the air and bumping really hard, hitting the waves. Mm. And with every bump, I'm like, please, I'm, like I was really hoping that this shitty-ass boat will hold together and not break. Yeah. And if it did break, we're just... We're so far away from land. We're, you know, really fucked. And I doubt Mr. Captain Tim, if he didn't, if he didn't have a, a chart, I doubt that he had like a <laughs> lifeboat. lifeboat or anything. You know, so <laughs> and then there was that stupid dog that was shitting everywhere that he found in the marina. <laughs> oh, man. Poor dog. Oh, it was so bad, man. I had to go up like at night sometimes because we did shifts. Yeah. yeah. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Two-hour rotations during the day, three-hour rotations during the night. So sometimes I'll have like the 3 to 6 a.m. shift. Uh-huh. So he'll come and like poke me. I'll get up. I have to go on the helm on the back of the boat with a steering wheel. It didn't have a steering wheel. It had something called a tiller, which is a stick. 
Oh, and, uh, okay. So I'm holding the tiller and riding these mega waves in the darkness. <laughs> and sometimes there'd be too much wind. So I'd have to go to the front of the boat to fix the sail or remove the sail, the head sail. Mm. And it's quite dangerous on, a, on super choppy water. Mm. If you fall off, you're dead. Like the boat's going to leave you and you're dead. Oh my God. And then as I'm doing that, I'm stepping, stepping in the dog's shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's Just like, why? Element. This is not the moment in life to have a pet. <laughs> so yeah, it was a three-day storm. And like day two into it, I fell or I banged my head because of one of these jumping waves. Mm. And my neck was out of sorts. And I was like, fuck, am I going to be able to do this? And I remember being in the cabin when I was like my three hours off and looking through the, they call it the companion way, the hole, the yeah. stairs where you come down. Mm. Okay. I, so I was lying like with my neck hurting with dog doo-doo <laughs> all over my feet. And I remember looking through the companion way and I see like Captain uh, Tim with his long white beard, uh, you know, he's holding the tiller, driving the boat. And behind him, I can see the mountain of waves. So I see him with like lightning. So his face appears and behind him, I see these like huge waves and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to die. Oh man. That's a moment when I thought I was going to die and I wasn't physically able. And like all the other moments I thought I was going to die, I thought about mama. So sweet. No, really though. Like, you know, in your stomach, you know that butterfly feeling you have sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. But you have that, but in a sick way. You have Mm. it in, in the bottom of your stomach. Like this like real dark fear. And yeah. then I'm like, mama, what am I doing with Captain <laughs> Captain Tim? Like, what the hell? Like I should be at home sitting, eating men's stuff. You know what I mean? Just yeah. hanging out. Like what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. So that was the first time. Okay. That's, that was a really good story. Yeah, I went on a journey one. with that and, and honestly, it all ended like all uh, uh, good nautical adventures would end like after a horrendous, you mm-hmm. know, third night of storms. Relief and huge weight off your back sort of thing? Yeah, no, I like woke up to when that storm has passed mm. and it was like blue, blue skies. Uh, amazing. Dark blue water with dolphins jumping next to us. <laughs> and at that moment, I knew I made it. I know we still had 10 more days of sailing, All right. but like we just went through the roughest shit. Shit. And now it's like clear. It's like God was smiling at us. Uh. You know, and now it was like, oh, sick, man. Let's cruise. Took us about a week to reach uh, southern Italy, Raggio de Calabrio, which is right across from Sicily. Mm. We went through that strait between Sicily and the south of Italy. So it took us two days longer than expected. So we're really running out of supplies by the time we hit southern Italy. And at that point, that's the longest time I've ever been on a boat. I mean, it, it was probably a week at that point. And just seeing land, man, I got to tell you, when you're out in open sea and uh, all you see is water for a week and then you see land, that's some exciting shit, dog. (laughs) (laughs) The dog was barking. I was yelling. (laughs) (laughs) You guys went together. (laughs) When we reached uh, southern Italy, it it happened to be my shift on the helm and I was doing a night shift and the Italian Coast Guard pulled up. Very close to Sicily is uh, Tunisia, Tunis. Mm. A lot of migrants try You could definitely to pass escape. for one of them. Right. And yeah, the Italian Coast Guard pulled up to our boat in this mega 
speedboat with two huge lights that were as bright as the sun mm. and they like sh- shone them on my face and I was like ah <laughs> like, <laughs> like a vampire yeah. I was like a salty crusty dude who's been on the water for like a week after the storm and everything with like, poo ah, on his feet me. you fit all the the, the characteristics so I yell I'm like Tim get your white ass up here <laughs> <laughs> they can see something like you know his head pops out with his like gross ass beard but they see that there's a white person there and then they drive off right. and then we reach the land in Italy and then I went for Gelato. Mm. It's so delicious. <laughs> Your love for ice cream outweighs all. <laughs> exactly. Gelato and a hot shower. I gotta tell you, man. It's great. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Good you know, one. the sea is a scary thing. And I really, I don't know how I got to have this uh, love affair with uh, the, the salty captain way of life, mm. just being out on the sea. Mm. But uh, there's something about the water. It's a special club of people that really like the water, that like living on the water. They're a bunch of, uh, uh, I don't know the best way to describe them, but they're all salty. Mm. They like the lonely life. It's not a family affair. Like You can't be like a, a roaming pirate in the open season, like have a family. Mm. They're all such lost souls, but there's a whole world out there of sailors and uh, sea people. Mm. And I really like that world. It's, you see Mother Nature for what it is. And uh, sky's the limit. Like, you can go from one country to the next for free. I definitely agree that the boat life or, like, the sea life is for a particular type of people. A particular breed. I am definitely not one of them, unfortunately. I found that out when I was in Thailand. Man, just going from one island to one island, I, not, not a single time was I in a boat and not sick to my stomach. Oh, you're one of those. Ah, yeah, for those. some for Uh-oh. some reason, I we discovered. We can no longer be friends. For some reason, I discovered this weakness. Oh, don't get me wrong. I still did every single boat ride, and I never said no to like jumping another island mm. because of just the boat ride. I mean, I just get in there and get smashed. <laughs> yeah, and and some people too. And luckily, I'm not one of those people. Like, no matter during the biggest storm or whatever it is, um, I never get seasick. Yeah, I get seasick. I I mean, I would like after. It depends. Like, if what you're describing, three days of intense storm, then yeah, Yeah. it's bound to happen. Probably get seasick at some point. Fucks you up. After being on a boat for not even a week, just like two days or Mm. even a full day, Mm. you go step on land. After the land starts moving, Mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Because what is it? It's uh, there's like a liquid in your somewhere in your ears that's like your equilibrium right yeah. so if that that's been like jumping around a lot then it fucks up with your brain oh no way that makes sense yeah i believe it i believe it as well at times i've had to go back and sit on the boat to feel better uh-huh. that's funny being on a boat for a while. like it switched yeah. yeah like you go have a shower and everything and you start i yeah. start getting a headache for real then i go sit on the boat yeah and i also believe that all this stuff like for example i get seasick a lot when i get on a boat I'm so sure I can beat it if I just go on a boat often enough. Mm. Like I used to be super allergic to cats. And then I just, I loved being around cats and I always pet cats. I love cats. Yeah, I I actually love cats. (laughs) (laughs) You did not have to meow. We got it. And and then (laughs) I beat my allergy. I actually beat my allergy. Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, the way of... You're a strong guy, Jameen. That's, you know... I don't know if it's Arabicness. Mm-hmm. I personally don't believe in ad- allergies. <laughs> Hold on, can we talk about this for yeah, a second? Okay, oh man, is Fajr, is, is Fajr one of those people that's like, oh, uh, vaccinations? No, you don't need them. 
Yeah. It's funny you say that. We actually got to go vaccinate our baby today. Oh, true. Oh, man. Don't go today. Why not? It's people day. Yes, it is a people day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, being a self-proclaimed retired person, I really do call things as people days. Mm -hmm. And it's always, it's the best time. It's like Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) <laughs> to yeah, do anything. if you go today, people are going to be like on it's top of each other because it's Friday. Friday. Um, it's the weekend. So yeah, allergies, exactly. you guys. Yeah, well, what's your take on allergies? Well, that's what I'm trying to think. Is it the way I was raised by my parents or is it the Arabic society thing to kind of think that allergies are bullshit? Or of, uh, another version of bullshit, like a lighter version mm. that says that 90% of the people are bullshitting. Mm. But sure, I, I believe there's like the 1% who are physically allergic. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with like allergies to foods. It's also a, a what do you call it? It's a spectrum too. Yes. It's like how, al- how allergic are you to something? Like my allergy to cats isn't like lethal. Yeah. It, it was just like, yeah, I get these rashes, which I did get. But then they just stopped coming. When, when you go to cats. the hospital uh, for the spectrum and range. Do they have like a tool to define your cat uh, allergies? Like, oh, you're a level three they of cat course allergic. <laughs> we can only cuddle it under the ears and meow to it. <laughs> oh, I'm at level six. Uh, <laughs> me and my cat can only cuddle for one minute. I'm at level 10. Just saying the word cat gets me all messed up. Meow. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hamburger Generation, Jeel El Hamburger. If you'd like to support a local Middle Eastern podcast, please, please, please share it with any friend that you know who might be interested in a podcast such as this one. You can also catch us on our social media pages. By the time you hear this, we'll probably be live on Instagram, Facebook, and definitely on SoundCloud by searching Hamburger Generation or in Arabic, Jeel El Hamburger. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you on the next one.